entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? The mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation and go to the grave with a song still in them. I am Trish Kinotti, and this is Adam's Rib. What is in a name? The name change. Rachel Ingber says, A name represents identity, a deep feeling, and holds tremendous significance to its owner. Prophet Rumi says, There's a candle in your heart, ready to be kindled. There's a void in your soul, ready to be filled. You feel it, don't you? In our journey thus far, we have peeled back layers to reveal and examine the root of the symptoms that have plagued us. Perhaps we have begun to look inwards at what we once ignored because trauma and pain is frightening to confront. We have managed to gain fresh perspective, and my personal hope is that light has begun to shine in the darkness. So what's the next step? Beginning to rework foundations. And the first thing we can begin to consider is a name change, not a literal change, but a perspective change that can lay the foundation for a new identity. If everything you thought you knew has been burned to the ground, what can be built from the proverbial ashes, much like a phoenix? So what does a name do? Well, the first thing it does, it grounds you. It provides identification, for example, family, location, It's an indicator of sorts, respect, tradition, expectations. If you're named after someone, interests, or maybe, you know, you reminded them of the person. Cultural and social contexts. Often it is the father or father figure who gives the blessing and the name. Now, in light of all that, it is possible to create an identity that is separate from the world's definitions and expectations. It is possible to create an identity that is separate from your wounds and your disappointments. It is possible to create an identity that is separate from trauma and pain. Just as your wounds carried a message, so can your healing. So can this journey. So can this process. Think about it. You have tried everything to do right. You have tried to play by the rules and things have still come crashing down. You have used all forms of denial and neglect of self to bury the pain and confusion deep, deep, deep down and somehow function in life. But you're kind of still just numb. There's this old show called The Twilight Zone. I would highly recommend you guys to watch it. It was a show ahead of its time, I think in like the 30s, 50s or something. There's this episode where this evil guy dies and crosses to the afterlife. And there he's greeted by this man in all white who grants him his every desire, money, women, drinks, good times to his fill. The guy keeps asking why he's been treated so well, and yet he was so evil on earth. This goes on for a while, until eventually everything becomes predictable, hollow. The things he enjoyed and desired for most of his life on earth just didn't fulfill him the way he thought they would. The things didn't change, but he had. Still women, still money, still good times, but something was different. He asks the guy in white, can I go to the other place? What he presumes to be hell what he really deserves. Only to find out that he's been in hell all along, that him getting everything he thought he wanted was indeed the punishment, because it turns out they still didn't feel the hollowness inside. So he's doomed to spend eternity, surrounded by what he wants, but still feeling empty. 
The lesson is you can have everything and everyone you want. But if the inside is still hollowed and wounded, you've literally done zero work. It's scary. It's risky to do the work needed. But it's the only way you will finally come alive to finally heal and be present in this life while you still have it. Remember our old friend, the false self? We talked about him in the first couple of episodes. The mask you had to put on in order to survive and make it through. He has to be put to rest. The comfort and familiarity of the false self is the exact opposite of this journey. This journey is painful, but results in an authenticity and freedom no money can buy. Getting back to the center of who you are is key to repairing the wounds and subsequently repairing the relationship with yourself and those in your sphere. I'll encourage you to find some time for yourself. Do the exercises we've outlined in previous episodes. Get in touch with you and figure out what is truly lurking underneath the surface so you can finally come up for air. I don't pretend to have all the answers, but I do want to walk this journey together so we can actually get somewhere. Please reach out to us again with your stories, your questions, and let's build something breathtakingly beautiful from these ashes. Let's continue on our journey. Let's get back to the garden. Let's get back to the original plan. This has been Adam's Rib. Please share, subscribe, and spread the word. We have lots of work to do. Thank you.